Alright folks, welcome to day three of the September 2022 New Jersey Horror Con. I am sitting at the Hollow Nine booth on the second floor of the Showboat Hotel in Atlantic City with James Redmond, the author of Hell's Maelstrom, who is also a lifetime sponsor of the event, just like Hollow Nine and a couple of our other friends in the neighborhood here. How's it going, man? How's the con been for you this time around? Uh, it's been pretty good. Um, it's uh, it's kind of hard for me because I work by myself, but other than that, it's you know, it's a lot of uh, you know, uh, running around, you know, talking to people and, and uh, pushing the book. Yeah, yeah, it's tough doing these things mm -hmm. alone. Yeah, we're both flying solo at this mm -hmm. event these days, and uh, man, it's uh, it just wipes you out. Like at the end of yeah. the day, you're just like, I, I need a drink, and then I need to go lay down because yep. I feel like I walked 20 miles. Yeah. Um, how has been? How what kind of feedback have you been getting? The book you've been at the show a couple times now with uh, this book? This is my fourth time, because my first time was last September. Okay. Then I did November, then April, and then this time. Okay. And uh, been getting pretty good feedback. Uh, uh, like the first day somebody walked by, and uh, I guess he was wearing a mask when he first bought it. He's like, oh, I read your book. It was good. I've had that happen a couple times like, coming here. Nice. And, uh, so it's, uh, I haven't heard anything bad yet. Well, that's good. <laughs> so. that's, that's a good sign, right? Yep. Because um, I think people are pretty vocal when they don't like mm. stuff, unfortunately. They're yeah. more vocal about not liking things than yeah. when they like them. Um, tell us a little bit. What can you tell us about the book without being too spoilery? Or is there is there stuff to spoil? Like, tell us everything you can. Uh, I usually keep it cons uh, I really uh, tight when I when I do when I tell someone about it. Sure. I usually say it's a zombie story that okay. takes place in Texas, Fort Worth, Texas, that doesn't mention the word zombie in there anywhere. Nice. So I took stuck to the Romero rules. Uh huh. And then, um, but I didn't call it like something something dead or living dead, you know, because yeah. I decided that uh, as I was writing this, because when I first started writing it. The Walking Dead came out on AMC, yeah, and so that kind of uh, <laughs> there goes that title. <laughs> it, well, that or just the uh, a lot of the stuff. So like, I had to keep making turns in the story because like oh, every time they would do something, gotcha. I was on my way to doing it because they were ahead of me, and yeah. I didn't know it existed as a comic book beforehand. Gotcha. And um, so that's interesting. Mm. I mean, what do you? Mm -hmm. I guess you could kind of cover that in any genre. There's going to be sort of these like similar ideas mm -hmm. that come out. Um, and it can be really frustrating when it's the same idea, yeah. but someone's doing it on TV while you're mm. writing it at home. Mm. Um, are there things that you regret that you've had to move into, like areas that you weren't going into because of this? Or, or I um, mean, it's a tough, that's a tough uh, challenge to get around. Right? I, it was kind of tough at first because I just wanted to write it for fun. And yeah. like, I didn't know what to write at the time. And it was like, when I first started the first draft, it was 2009. Because oh, wow. I, went, I went back and forth to it over years. And I didn't get published, I didn't publish, self publish it until 2020 because I do all the research and self publishing and all yeah, that. Yeah. And uh, so. When I uh, did that, I was like, oh, I don't know what, you know, the, I think the most original idea in it was the fact that it takes place, I was living in an apartment. It was uh -huh. a second floor apartment, and it's claustrophobic in there. Yeah, so yeah. you're stuck between a top floor apartment and the street, and you're in there. And I think since then, there's been a, like, I, I remember seeing someone else who's just one of the persons that I know of was like a gated community, uh -huh. but they were able to walk around inside the gated community. This one's not gated. I mean, it's like you're, they're in this two bedroom, or this, yeah, this two bedroom apartment. Yeah. I think it's one and then two, because there's stuff that moves around but um, yeah so that was then I just went from there I'm like where does it go from here and then uh, it just started unraveling over time and then other characters started appearing like I yeah. I was kind of blown away when I found out that there was a uh, 
like when I, I, by the end of the book I count them there's like 30 some characters in there uh-huh. or plus and yeah. I mean you got the main ones but then like they just, they just, and they just kept yeah it's world building right yeah. like all these characters just start popping mm. up because they're like well he goes into a store well who else mm. is in the store yep. this guy's gotta be in the store the store manager's mm. gotta be in the store and maybe another customer and then what happens in the store do I now have to care about this yeah. oh my god the spider yeah. web yeah. how do you rein that in for you like what's part um, of your process for keeping that under like, control in this story I, there's like two parallel stories going on because you have like the main character and the girl uh, and, a, and a girl they get they hold up together and uh, and I thought that was like ah, it's you know not terribly uh, original mm-hmm. but you know it's a good story it starts yeah. there and then uh, then eventually like a couple years down the line I thought of a character who would like uh, a kind of based off a serial killer like mm-hmm. some attributes just stole some mm-hmm. and it was a girl and I uh, ended up taking her and then um uh, having her escape like a psych ward mm-hmm. out of a hospital out of the sixth floor and I called it the sixth floor because I went to the JFK museum and it's on uh. the sixth floor museum and it turns out in Fort Worth there's a, the, the real psych ward is on the sixth floor and like <laughs> I didn't know that I didn't know that and, uh, yeah, and, uh, and then two people verified it who didn't know each other oh like, wow so, so there you go so, and there was, was, one was a college professor and one was a friend of mine who's like was, who's now a, a, a probably a college professor yeah, I forgot yeah. what he was, but anyway he, um, so yeah that was verified by, by two different people and then uh, uh, so I just thought that was interesting, and then like this character just uh, just kind of developed, and then very cold-hearted type, and, and uh, but you don't see that at first. I probably made a spoiler. <laughs> no, I think about it. But right. it, it's, be on the lookout for that part of the book. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but, no, but the, that character, and so basically there's a parallel thing going on, and it's um, going back and it uh, goes back and forth in timelines and stuff like that. Nice. So and uh, so uh, I, yeah, I kind of spiderwebbed out of there. So. Like doing that, it was just like you just got to sit down and focus because I worked the night shift at UPS. So okay. like, so I would go, okay, I got to be at work at 3:30 in the morning. I would get up at 12:30 and write for, for like an hour and a half or something yeah, like that, yeah. and just hit my thousand word mark or whatever. Oh, so I so you set like a, a daily limit. Yeah. I have to hit this many yep. words. And yeah. sometimes I wouldn't get it every day. It'd be like every other day or something. But it was, it was try to be as consistent as possible. Yeah. And then things just grow out of that. And then as you're going along, and like you may like, I think I was talking to people at work, like, well, what about this? You know, if this happened, like, oh, that sounds interesting, and, yeah. and just kind of go, go that so way. Some live feedback when mm-hmm. you have the ideas. That's pretty neat. And are any of the people that you're friends with at work are they similarly creative outside of their I'm, gig? Or? I don't think so. Uh, right. Not that, not to my knowledge. Oh, you never um, know though. Yeah. Some of the stories that people come up with, you're like, oh yeah, yeah this random person wrote Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah. It's like all these like stories. Well, of, uh, I think the people I was conversing with at the time, they weren't. They just you know they were just normal guys and they just went back home and you know listened to music, hang, hung out and stuff, and did whatever they did, played golf or whatever. So, how long have you have you wanted to be an author? Or I mean, um, is it strange? It, I, how did you wind it, up here? <laughs> it's it's interesting because like I thought about that for a while, and because uh, when I was thirteen, I got or when I was twelve, going on thirteen, I got my first bass guitar for Christmas. So oh, I was nice. a musician, and I was on that road for my teenagers. Yeah. I actually hated reading when I was younger after okay. like fourth grade, except for like Edgar Allan Poe and stuff. I right, read some of that right. stuff. And Stephen King, some of his, I actually didn't start reading, I didn't think, I, I don't think I read a full Stephen King book until I was like 18, 19, so I started liking reading after I graduated high school. Right, Then right. I went into the Navy and stuff. And then, um, but uh, funny enough, uh, I thought back to it, and I went back to 1987 in this, when I was in the second grade, actually I just uh, got an autograph from one of the people, in, uh, one of the girl in uh, Friday 13, Part 6. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dar- uh, Darcy, Darcy DeMoss, yeah. Darcy DeMoss, yes. And, uh, 
So I remember seeing that one before that, and then I, uh, and then I actually wanted to sit down. I sat down at a desk I had, and then I was going to write Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I nice. got like a page in, and I'm like, this is hard. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. You know, of course, I'm seven years old at the time when I right. did that, and I, this is not a joke. I really sat down and did that, and then I just tossed it. And then, of course, it came out, and there was a kid who was I was in you know, third grade with, and he was telling me like how he saw it, and like a, and a cousin of mine saw it, and just kind of went that way with horror. <laughs> and I, and horror just always kind of been there. So. Yeah, yeah. It was funny. We're, I was talking last night with a couple people about how different horror is now mm-hmm. compared to back then and like the, the Friday the 13th original days. Um, what do you think is uh, missing from the horror now? Like, how do you describe the difference? I, I definitely say there's something missing, but yeah, I, can't, I can't describe it in words what it is. It's difficult to describe because... Um, like back then, you know, there was that, that the slasher films and stuff, which you know came out of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and, and that stuff. So there's a, then you know Silence of the Lambs came along, yeah. gave us a, a big uh, psychological uh, thing, which does play in my book a bit. Like nice. there's psychological stuff going on there, and that kind of messes with the reader a little bit, yeah, or right. at least it, it's supposed to. Right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and um, but. I really, again, it's hard to put your finger on it because a lot of the stuff is just, I mean, I don't like gore just mm-hmm. for the sake of gore. Right. And it just gets out of hand and it's like, no, it has to be scary. Yeah. Or uh, like even, like even, like even the guys from South Park, they don't like gag jokes. That's right. why they had a thing with Family Guy. Because, but even though Family Guy is funny. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I have nothing against it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of interesting yeah. how these like, we all hate this stereotype, but there's one place yeah. where they do it well, yeah. and, and it we, works. we give it, we give them the uh, the pass on. Yeah, yeah. And um, so it's it's you're, like you said, it's harder to, to explain because when it comes to horror, is more of an atmosphere. Right. It's okay. definitely you're you know I'm in a place and it's scary. I know I went to Lubbock, Texas on Labor Day weekend because okay. I was you know music fan. I went to go see the Buddy Holly Museum. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so from Fort Worth to there, it's a four and a half hour drive. I checked wow. into a hotel and uh, it was like ninety dollars a night. And uh, which is cheap. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah. so I get there. Uh, so I get there, and it's like you know, kind of outdated and stuff. And it didn't look terribly. Um, it's you know, a little showboaty, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. But no. Um. Actually. Mm, uh, I know. Right. I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the um, the. Um, the, the, the hotel I went to, it was, you know, it was, like when I checked in, like I was supposed to not check until three. Right. And I got there like one. And I um, uh, went to check in, and, like the counters over here, and, like the area where they had the breakfast, the continental breakfast, wherever that is. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, remember, <laughs> I, no, I remember a continental breakfast, was like a, it was like a bag with like a juice in it and like something they handed me one time years ago. And I was like, that's a continental, a continental breakfast. And I was like, whatever yeah, that I'm, is. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I don't need that. And uh, <laughs> some places actually you can make your own waffles. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. But it's funny, like the, the line of people trying to figure out how to use a waffle maker mm. and you're like you know you have one at home <laughs> <laughs> well I, I don't but I never try to make a waffle there so, or, or any of these places because I just want my coffee and, and yeah and yeah like, coffee is the key <laughs> yeah. and um mm. So I went in this hotel and I knew something was like off. When yeah. uh, so you know the hotel was fine and I looked in and the guy's like, oh, he's like, you're not, you can't check until three. He was nice, you know, but he was like looking at me and like looking at the vending machine at the same time. Oh shit! So <laughs> I was like, okay, and I'm kind of tired because I got up early that morning and I worked exhausting hours. And so drove the four hours, yeah. And my phone was dead. Like it died like you know 20 minutes or so because I used that for my GPS yeah. in my car for some reason. There's a fuse blown or something. I hate that. Yeah. And, um, so that was dead. So I had to go to the McDonald's next door, and the only plug they had was like up on the wall. Oh my god! So like I had to plug it in the wall and like sit there, and I was eating you know McDonald's food and reading a, a Mickey Spillane book. Yeah. If you don't know him, he's like a, he's like a 
you know, detective and stuff like okay. 40s hard boiled stuff. Yeah, yeah, noir shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, you know, it's like a, you know, it's a, like probably pre. It's definitely pre uh, Dirty Harry and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah. sorry. I, I, no, I, hey, I, this is good. Tangents okay. are good. We okay. like tangents. Um, because <laughs> uh, I can, I can, you know, I can talk. Yeah, um, it's good. It's all good. The um, it's a radio show. <laughs> and uh, the uh, it was actually my first radio show. Oh, right? nice. All right. Well, uh, it's on I've, demand. It's kind of half live, half you know, recording okay. type thing. Because it's uh, I've I've done interviews before and it was like it, it, it was like that. I'd be like, just guide me and I'll just tell you what you want to hear yeah, or yeah, what yeah. you or what you want to know. No, I like to keep a conversation okay. going. Okay. Like, who knows what we're gonna get? Okay. Now, awesome. All kinds of elements. So <laughs> I'm in that McDonald's. I'm like phone charged up enough to go. Okay, this is where the Buddy Holly Museum. It was like you know five minutes away. So I'd go there and go and check and stuff out. Go walk through the museum. You can't take pictures inside the museum and right. stuff. But they had his glasses there, by the way, like uh-huh. the, the, from the plane wreck. Yeah. If you oh, didn't know wow. that, someone Holy found him. Someone found him. Uh, the farmer where he, he uh, the farm where he uh, crashed, where the plane crashed, with Valens, him and the big bopper yeah. crashed. Someone and found it, his glasses. Yeah. So later, after the snow thawed, they found a bunch of stuff. So one of his glasses. There's no lenses in it, obviously, but they were like kind of chewed up yeah. on the outside. This is crazy because I randomly yesterday when I was moving gear mm-hmm. and coming down I started saying in my head young real real loose like a long neck goose like mm-hmm. my girl and I'm like oh man he died in the plane crash with Buddy Holly oh mm-hmm. just like in that La Bamba movie yeah. when he won the coin toss and he's like yeah. I never won anything before in my life yep. and they all thought it was like the luckiest yep. night ever and then that was night three legends died at yep. the same time yeah. and just randomly that thought crosses my mm-hmm. mind for no reason yeah. and then we're sitting here today <laughs> and we're like oh yeah and then I went to this place and they actually had Buddy Holly's glasses yeah. I'm like wait a minute well, that Buddy Holly, like, yeah. do, 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 my tears keep falling. Yeah. Dude, it's like one of my favorite parts of that movie yeah. is when Buddy Holly and, and uh, Richie Valens Richie have that show, mm-hmm. and then they go outside, and you don't realize it's the end of the movie until yeah. they're about to flip the coin, you're like, yeah. oh, shit, man. And how, like, they were on top of the world. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that, that's my take. Oh, okay. like, <laughs> I'm like, holy crap, dude. There's no, just, a weird connection of what <laughs> we were both thinking about. Yeah. This. And, uh, but it's also cool to have his, they restored his guitar because that, oh, was, that, wow. was that, was, that wasn't on the plane. They had three of his guitars there. It was a Stratocaster. Oh. And there's a, they found a pick like in the pick guard. Oh, wow. So it's like stuck in there. And I guess they left it there because yeah. he put it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. if that's on display, you can't take pictures of it or anything. And, uh, you can't take pictures of any of this, huh? Inside, no. And, um, probably because they want people to go there and stuff, which makes sense. Right, but yeah. get, you can see pictures of it online, right, but you, yeah. you, you just can't be like taking pictures there. So anyway, I go through this thing, then I go outside to where the Buddy Holly statue was. Actually, there was, a, there was a group that was supposed to be here, but they didn't come with the Grim Life. Uh-huh, yeah, uh, and yeah, uh, yeah. they were supposed to be here. That I actually saw their video of because I was looking at Richie, uh, Richie Valens stuff. Yeah. And then I saw that and got in the, and you know when it unraveled into Buddy Holly and stuff. And, you know, I knew who Buddy Holly was. Right, right. But um, so anyway, I get a whole. I'm, like, I'm taking a picture of the mural. There's a mural right there, like on Buddy Holly Ave, and there's Cricket's Ave. Yeah. Which is the name of his band, if you don't know, and <laughs> and uh, Buddy Holly Ave. I'm like trying to enjoy myself. I looked at the statue and stuff, walked around there, took pictures of it, and I saw a mural. I'm taking pictures, and someone's like calling me. It was the hotel, so oh, like oh, you're ready, gonna be here by five yet, yeah, and I'll be right there. So I go and check in. And um, check-ins all normal. I've been in a lot of hotels. I've yeah. you know, been in the Navy. You know, done, done this traveling gig for a while. Right. It's not unusual for me. And uh, so I do that, and I go in there, and I put my. You know, it looks kind of old. Like it's like not bad, but it's just it. It's, it, it well, depends how we describe it as bad. But it's uh, <laughs> like I've read reviews on online first. It was like pleasurable and stuff. And, yeah. And then we'll get back to that in a second. Like some people have said, like it's dirty behind the door. I'm like nothing. Like you know, as a, as a, as a bachelor, like right. you just want a roof over your head. Yeah, to, you're to like, get 
I need rest. to sleep because I have a couple more hours to drive. Yeah. I got yeah. yeah. And it, that 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 vibe. So yeah. that's what I was looking for. And then uh, so they did that. And then there's only fast food places. I already went to McDonald's. There's Long John Silver. Went over there, got my food, came back. I'm eating. I'm talking to my dad on the phone. I got my earbuds in. And all here is like, whoop. That's no, alright. <laughs> I hear like, I'm like, here knocking on the door. I'm like, what? Because I'm, I'm in by myself, and I'm like. Yeah, and, and it's uh, nighttime. Yeah. yeah, no, it's not nighttime. It's still day. Oh, all right. Okay. And I hear a kid talking, like, and I'm like, what the heck? And then I, so then I, I'm, my dad's like, I'll let you go. I'm like, no. <laughs> so I yeah, open the door. Stay on the phone in case I get murdered <laughs> right now. And I open the door, and the kid's like, probably saying stuff. Like, you know, this kid was like, probably, it was a little girl, probably about, um, you know, kindergarten age, first grade, and she's like looking for her friend. Uh huh. And uh, and then she's like pointing to the door, numbers, it's like numbers like that, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, kid, like, I didn't yeah, say it to I, her. I don't know what this is. And uh, and I'm like. Thinking like kid, all the rooms have numbers on it. And I'm like, no, 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 thanks. You're, you know, go away or something like that. And uh, like, I had the door open, yeah. you know, Jersey style, where right, like, you yeah, know, just no crack open. Yeah. And then my dad put the idea in my head, like, you know, he said something, and all of a sudden I started thinking like maybe like so an adult sent her down there to like case the joint, yeah, yeah, and see yeah. who's in there. So I was like, oh, geez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so now my imagination starts oh, going. <laughs> so and I was sitting in the room because I was tired, and like I had this, it was still light out. You could see the light coming through the the, the curtains and stuff, and then uh, you could see it under the door. And they had the people, right? And that was freaking me out because, like, I, first of all, I tried the TV and it had like all these menus on it. I, and I'm like, okay, try that. And it didn't work. Roku, this and that. I'm like, I'm trying to just nothing's, fix something. Nothing's working. Yeah, and it just like, nope. And then, um, so then the, I, that people was like staring at me. It was weird. And then so like, I so I ended up grabbing a piece of tissue and like stuffing it in there so yeah. I couldn't see it. So it wouldn't bother me. And I remember looking at the door and then underneath it looked like there was something standing. Oh, it looked, standing it looked like someone. Yeah, it, was, it looked like there was something on the other side, like a person standing there. Yeah. And. Uh, uh, so like either a this is really going on or I'm, my imagination is real. Yeah, yeah. And I um, sleep or something. <laughs> and uh, we'll see. I had enough sleep the night before. That was the funny part. Yeah. And then because um, I uh, I woke up and did it on a Saturday morning, and it was Labor Day weekend. And uh, but uh, so so I so I did that and then. Um, and uh, so I'm like, you know, I went over and opened the door and made sure, okay, because now I was the last, I was the last door on the left, if you will. Yeah, oh, wow. And, uh, <laughs> last door on the left. <laughs> and, and right above, right above the door was like a kid, the security camera. Yeah. So like after that, I had an odd feeling I was being like, no, I just put it away and stuff. And then my, I remember my dad said he's like, put a, put a chair, chair against the door. the door. Yeah, yeah. So I, I turn on the lights and I go and do that, and there's a mark in the door like someone had done that, oh, and like someone was trying shit. to get. So that adds to it. Dude, every time, yeah. every d, every moment. That Details yeah. start yeah. coming out more. That you're so, like, I am in an active crime yeah. scene. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's like, there's like, there's like snocks in the wall. Like, yeah. you know, maybe a band was there or something. Like, or someone was throwing someone stuff. Scratched it up with a yeah. knife or something. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and like they paint just painted over it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, so this is in case someone's like, what are you talking about? This is about atmosphere. Yeah. So yeah. that's going on, and then like, and then like after that, I just felt like it was, you know, I was being watched. Right. And yeah. I don't know how, but it was getting weird. Yeah. And uh, so I was just charging up my stuff. I'm like, you know, and. Uh, I'm talking to her, uh, a girl back home, and uh, she's like, "Oh, get out of there, James!" And I'm like, "Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm like I don't know." Time to run, man. Yeah. These are red flags. Don't ignore this shit. She Just did. Go, go. She did say red flags, yeah. I believe. <laughs> and uh, so what happened was anyone who's like, been there, we all know. <laughs> you start to learn to not ignore the red yep. flags. <laughs> exactly. And then uh, so I was like, uh, you know, maybe I'm overreacting. And then so what happened was I'm like, it's still sun up, and uh, I went to you know I typed in Buddy Holly's grave. So I went to Buddy Holly's grave. And it's funny because like it was like you know a couple miles away. It wasn't too 
car, like a five, ten minute drive. Mm. And uh, go in there, and, and like, there's like a sign there, and it says Buddy Holly, and it just points like this. Well, first, on the outside of the cemetery, is like historic and Buddy Holly, and there's like a sign right here, and it just goes like this, and then like, he's right there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I saw, I was there for about, you know, maybe a half hour altogether by the time I got back, and I like, like regained my confidence, and I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, I was just overreacting and stuff, maybe I'll just stay here and this and that. So, and when I walked through the hotel, like two times I went up the elevator, you know, I talked to a woman each time, just talking, and it was, it was just fine. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, they're, you know. So everything is yeah. all right. It's just that this vibe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I saw kids running around and yeah. stuff. And when I went up the stairs a second time, she saw my Navy veteran hat. And, you know, when you come to these conventions, you'll probably see me wearing it all the time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so the, uh, she's like, oh, thank you for your service. She's like, oh, thank you for the recognition. And then we got off the elevator, and, she, you know, she, she will chit-chat maybe. And I turned the corner. There's a kid right here, like, outside the room, like, Again? charging her phone. It wasn't the same girl, though. It looked like they just got out of the pool or something. Gotcha. And I, like, I thought that's kind of weird. Why is she charging it in the, yeah, in like the hallway? Right there, yeah. And then so I go in there, and then, like, uh, you know, of course, the key doesn't work the first time and do all that stuff. And then, uh, so I went back in there, and then, and then, that, like, that confidence I had just kind of... Instantly? Va- yeah, like, evaporated again. So I'm it's like, the room, though, yeah. doing this so, Nice. So, yeah. I don't know, like, I'm skeptical of that stuff, by the no, way. No, I, 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 well, I... I'm not like a religious person, but I have like a spiritual awareness, I guess, yeah. is how I describe it. And I do think that yeah. there are like haunted places. Okay. Like there are rooms where bad things happen. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And now there's like this yeah. leftover yeah. energy that can take on a personality. See, I'm not, I'm not against that. But like to, for me, it's like, you know, you got to have like, okay, it's got to be more than just like, you know, it's, I'm not, in other words, I'm not just going to fall for something. It, right, right. Like, I, I want to be, I mean, like the fact that I left, and came back and lost my, you know. Like, well, what that's what I'm saying. That was yeah. what. That's what. Yeah. That's what piqued my interest yeah. because um, that's how I've started to uh-huh. identify either people or places that mm. maybe nothing as horrible as somebody got murdered yeah. happened there, but there is something there yeah. that is just draining your yep. energy away. Yeah. And so, actually, I, I hate to say this, my roommate may hear this episode uh-huh. at some point, but the place I'm living now, uh-huh. that phenomenon you describe mm. has happened to me several mm. times. Oh, really? So, like, I will travel to L.A. for a month, mm. and I'll work with a musician out there, and we're working on music videos and all kinds of stuff, and then I come back here, and as soon as I step into the house, mm-hmm. all the confidence and all the sort of bravado that yeah. was coming from everything I had just accomplished is put, like, it's almost like... Like the skepticism, through. too, is just like, yeah, it it's gets like, washed it's like away. walking through a curtain, and yep. the curtain is filtering mm-hmm. out all the things that you bring mm-hmm. in with you. Yeah. And so that's, like, in my mind, and I've, I've gone down... Oh, that's my phone. Okay. I've gone down a couple rabbit holes on the internet and on YouTube, mm-hmm. all about, like, demon demonology mm-hmm. and haunted places, and so it just starts to kind of come together for, like, these pieces fitting into a picture that makes sense of, like, mm-hmm. all right, look, I don't know, I've never been to this place before, I don't mm-hmm. know what's happened there before mm-hmm. I got there, and what's still lingering, yeah. and it may not be a demon, it may not be a ghost, but whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's affecting the here and now, yeah. because here I come, and I'm not a part of that, mm-hmm. and as soon as I step into its space, it just pushes all the rest mm-hmm. of me away, yeah. and then it's pulling because, as you said, you start to find all these details that start to now add, mm-hmm. it's almost like a pebble, yep. Started an avalanche, yep. and by the time the next day comes and you haven't slept and you're mm-hmm. even more on edge, it's like you're like I gotta get the hell out of here. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I, I'm with you on that, but at the same time, I'm not religious, so I'm kind mm-hmm. of like, all right, I don't believe a lot of the stuff all these people are saying, but then there are certain mm-hmm. things that seem to be happening.
happening according to mm-hmm. what they're saying. So it's one of those how are we ever going to know for mm-hmm. real kind of things. But, but uh, uh, dovetailing on that, I guess that's really what you're talking about. Like, I've only had one other feeling like that, and actually it was my best friend's house in Texas uh, uh, where I first lived with him when he was, when he was down there. And uh, it turned out, like, the people who owned it before him, their son died in a car wreck or something and like so that. And so it's probably the so, son is there. So what happened was, <laughs> what happened was, was um, they, he told me, like, later on when they were looking at the house, they built, like, a shrine to his, their son like that. And I think I had that's his room. Why, yeah, that's why. <laughs> so That's why so, their son and, knows. And every now and then, I would, I swear, like, I'm laying there in bed, and, like, there was always something, uh, every now and then, rather, not always, but every now and then, it felt like something was looking watching, watching you. you. Yes. Yeah, I hate that. And, uh, I, that's the only other place I've really experienced that at. And, and like, I remember one time, like, uh, I actually had it, in, had it inspired a little bit in this book, where, like, I was bending over to get something, and, like, I thought I heard a scream in my ear, but it was, like, coming out of it instead of going into right. it. You know what I mean? It was Holy weird. Shit. Right. I remember, I remember I've one time. I had stuff like that happen, weird stuff. And I, like, I remember I snapped, too, and I was, yeah. like, I was, like, what the heck was that? Like, we were drinking beers, but, like, it wasn't, like, I wasn't gone. It wasn't enough, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't I, like, enough I had one. to be happening on its own. And then I, right. I was really, like, kind of, like, like, what the heck is that? And I walked downstairs and went outside. I didn't speak about it for a couple minutes until I told my friend about it. So. Yeah. And, um, or sometimes I'll hear, like, you know, you'll hear your name. Yeah. Like I know I never heard that. Oh, shit, man. Uh, I, well, there have been times where I've been, like, lying there, and I feel like I'm trying to go to sleep. And, you know, like, there's this thing I call it the sound of silence. Mm-hmm. Like, it's this sort of white noise mm-hmm. that's when nothing's going on, and it's technically quiet, but yeah. you still hear this, like, yeah. emptiness. Mm-hmm. And uh, there have been times where I'm, like, lying there, and I'm hearing the emptiness, and I'm going, like, God, will you just be quiet? And then when I pick my head up off the pillow, it stops. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is this, like, an air pressure mm-hmm. thing because I'm covering one ear and uh, maybe, like, the other see, ear? See, with if, me, it might be tinnitus. I don't know, but... <laughs> so, you know, like, you start thinking, all right, is there an explanation? Mm-hmm. And then when you can't think of anything rational, you're like... Okay, mm-hmm. so then am I picking up frequencies then when I'm yeah. half asleep, you know? And so there's a lot about the way our minds work and mm-hmm. then all of us interact with all the stuff going on around us that we're never really probably going to, mm-hmm. until we die maybe. And then and it's too late to tell anybody. Yeah, right. And the thing is, like, back to the room, it's like uh, when my, like, I experienced, like, you've experienced and, like, how I've experienced my friends, uh, best friends at that, 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 that house. Yeah, or, um, like, you know, like, we want, used to watch, because we love horror stuff, and like, yeah. we watched horror videos, like, you know, ghost hunting type stuff on YouTube and stuff. Anyway, you watch so much of it, you kind of, you kind of get sucked into it, yeah. especially, and then you're doing all hours of the night. Right. And then, like, so, like you hear a, a sound go off, and you're like, oh, and yeah. you get freaked out a little bit. But, um, you know, or, like, I remember this was happening, like, we were talking about the apartment, it reminded me of, like, when I read, I was, remember I was reading, uh, this was probably a couple years ago, I was reading scary stories they tell in the dark, oh, back yeah, to yeah. back, and I'm the only one who lives there. Uh-huh. And then, like, I'm, like, I, the, the, like, my bedroom door is over there, like, across the room, and I'm, like, reading it, I'm, like, expecting, like, when I go like this, there's gonna be something Something's standing in the yeah. door, dude, I hate, uh-huh. that's, it's been a genius thing, like, the James Wan horror movies, like, The Conjuring and Insidious, uh-huh. they do that stuff, like, an art form, mm-hmm. where it's, like, okay, we look this way, nothing's over there. The person walks and the camera moves with them a little bit, and then when it comes back, yeah. all of a sudden there's something there, and you're like, like. Yeah. So, I recently did the music video for um, "Cry Little Sister," which is 
the theme song from The Lost Boys. And uh, we were filming it for a couple months, and then, like, July was basically the month it had to get edited. Mm -hmm. And I was staying up to, like, 3 or 4 in the morning every mm -hmm. night for, like, 5 or 6 nights in a row. And I would, man I would make myself take a day off. But mm -hmm. one of the nights I was working, I would always put movies on in the background. Mm -hmm. I watched all the Annabelle movies, mm -hmm. like, starting with oh. Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, Annabelle Comes Home. Mm -hmm. And as the third one is ending now, so it's, like, about six to seven hours of mm. Annabelle and demonic possession movies. Yeah. I'm sitting there at the computer and I feel like just something like, just like a quick, like, like it could have been a moth mm. flying by, but like the fact of when it happened and I, that it's just been six hours of demon yeah. stuff, my mind instantly was like, all right, whoever's in my room, get the fuck out of my room. Yeah. And I actually said it out loud. Whatever's in here, get the fuck mm. out of here. This is my room. You are not welcome here. Mm. And like nothing else happened and it mm. probably was a moth yeah. for like a good half hour I was convinced yeah, alright it's here whatever is yeah. whatever's doing this to me when I walk mm. in it just materialized because yeah, you've just been so engrossed in what you're doing yeah. in the background because like yeah, the, the feeling of that room was just weird and it, like again like I went back into that room and it was just like this is, this is odd Something's and, up and, in and here. I, I, didn't, I called my uh, the, the girlfriend in here and uh, she's not my girlfriend but I called her yeah. and uh, so we're talking and then she's like she says, get out of there da -da -da -da, all that. and she's like and then uh, so eventually and uh, so I came to my came to my senses if you will I'm like if I'm gonna leave I better leave before sundown yeah and then uh, so the someone's going down <laughs> I leave before sundown <laughs> like I was literally I was thinking like I was thinking of that uh, movie uh, the town the dreaded sundown then, yeah. I've never seen it but I know of it and it, that's kind of like where um, I don't want to say inspired Friday the 13th part 2 but the, the, yeah the, they the, took the, some they took yeah. some stuff from it and, that, and that takes yeah. place in Texas and this is Texas yeah yeah I was like you're in the zone <laughs> man you're right in the so, zone it's like being afraid of aliens in Roswell yeah. you know, yeah. you're like yeah they're here. <laughs> and the thing is, is like outside, like everyone, everything else was just normal. as anything else? But you were in the room. Like, yeah, this is exactly. like an episode of a TV. Now, is this the room that inspired the room that the story takes place in? in oh no, 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 no. This, 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 is, all this, this is recently. This, this. Oh, is, oh, okay. This is like two weeks ago. I thought this was like back oh, no, in the day and no. that, like built into Labor this. Day. Labor Day. This <laughs> September, early this month. <laughs> uh, all right, so this is legit. It could be with you right now. Yeah. Well, Whatever. I hope not. <laughs> it but um, followed you. <laughs> yeah, my, my best friend said the same thing, and the girl said the same thing too. But so I don't think you're so. gonna get contaminated. It's no. gonna, it's gonna hang on you and go home. <laughs> Uh, maybe another time because I was actually thinking about going back. Oh, hey, well, you uh, never know though. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you're cool with it. Maybe yeah. you came and went and it yeah. didn't do anything to you, so now you're on its cool list. You know uh, what I mean? Well, I might get on its bad list again. Yeah, like, you gotta not fuck it up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, right. But uh, so, so I'm like, okay. I was thinking about it. Tell myself, just, you know, James, don't be ridiculous. You know, just, yeah. just go and, you know, pick one and do it, right? Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, I mean, if, if it's freaking out this much, then go. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. Uh, And it kind of was, so I went to the McDonald's again, I ordered something, and uh, something I could eat while I'm driving. Right. And uh, and I said, uh, I asked the girl lady behind me, she's like, I'm like, did anybody say anything weird about that hotel over there? And they're like, no, they're just, you know, some people come over here and that's it, and, you know, okay. Because it looks like one of those, I think it's one of those hotels where people, there's residences. Yeah, uh, and, some so, people, some yeah. people live there. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, so like later on, before I left, before I did the McDonald's thing again, I, I actually was standing there and I was thinking about it and I remember, because like, I remember looking on the light, I was expecting to see a face and, yeah, and the yeah, light yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. The, like, things are going off. And then I remember thinking like, oh, she was so, talking about her friend and I'm thinking like, what if that was like an invisible yeah, friend yeah, yeah, and yeah. all what that? You, I'm like, what if you were not actually, yeah. or what if the kid was a ghost? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, now that's like it, it freaking me out now. But, um, no one no, said that one yet? I'm the I, first one to well, go, maybe the, the kid was a ghost? No, I don't, well, maybe they, maybe she did, but uh, I didn't want to buy it, or I didn't 
buy it because the kid looked too real. Right, right. Like there was yeah, nothing yeah. like outdated about it or anything. Like <laughs> I remember, my, it's not an old timey kid, yeah. so it can't be a ghost. Yeah, I remember my, my best friend brought, brought up this joke that I don't know who did the joke, but um, like, it had to be a comedian or something like that, or some guy passing it around. And he was like, he's like, dude, you're gonna wear that? And you're like, yeah. And he's like, dude, what if you die and it's gonna become your ghost clothes? Oh <laughs> shit, that's a good. <laughs> that's a good. You never you know. know. They always say make sure you're clean underwear yeah. in case you're in a car accident. Yeah. It's like, make sure you wear something you want to be a ghost in yeah. every day because you never know when it could happen. It's and it's a, true. It's like, that you is think nuts. About it. I'm like, holy crap, that is. It's like, like do you really want to wear that when you die? Or it's almost you like die someone today. like sees you and you're like, of course, that's yep. the shirt you died in. I see you in yep. that shirt every time I come yep. over. I can't see you in your tux you got married in in the afterlife. I got to see you in the shirt you wore every fucking day. <laughs> so, um, so I, so this happens, and I'm like, all right, I'm leaving. Yeah. So I go to check out the hotel. There's someone checking in, and I go to the guy, and I don't I, give him my room. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I mean that. And um, so I, and, uh, so I must have been tired. I was kind of babbling and stuff. So I go to give the guy my key, like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm checking out, and he's like, oh, and he's like, what room? I said the room number, and then uh, he said, um, we don't have that room. <laughs> no, no, that'd be that'd be weird. <laughs> we have no. But it was room just, it was actually that it was actually that guy. Oh. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> uh, and uh, he, uh, and uh, no, he's actually the guy that checked me in, actually. But um, and he didn't like because uh, I guess there was a problem. When I was reading the reviews. Uh -huh. We'll get back to that a little bit. People had to keep getting their keys redone and stuff. Uh -huh. So. And he's like, what room? And he swipes it through the thing. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm checking out. I'm like, dude. I, and I said, man, I was like, you know, I was tired. And like, you know, it must have been like, it sounded like I was babbling. Yeah. And he's like, uh, and I said, uh, I'm like, dude, I've been in a lot of hotels, but that room, and he said something. And he's like, he's like, thank you. Right. <laughs> he like, put his hands like, thank you. Like, like the, enough. Yeah, I've yeah, heard yeah, this before. And, and, and I'm saying it in front of someone right. who's checking in. And, I, and the guy just kind of like looked at me when I was walking out. And I just like, <laughs> I just, one, yeah. yeah. And then, uh. Well, I was just like, you know, good luck with the, with everything. And then, uh, so then I left. And then, dude, because now it was like, it was after sundown. So it was like probably 8 o'clock at night. And it was another four and a half hour drive to Fort Worth. Mm -hmm. And coming from Lubbock, you go straight down. It's like a 90, it's like 90 plus miles of one road. And it's mm -hmm. like, you know, two mile road for a while. And the thing is, this is like where like you know this is why the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and stuff is really scary because there's like nothing out there. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I mean when you're driving down the road, you look in your rearview mirror, yeah, it's, it's, dark. Just, it's just it's black. black. Yeah. Unless there's another car there. Right, right. I remember because like there's like Pennsylvania mother... gets a little like that yeah. too in certain spots. That's where my grandma used to live in Northeast yeah. PA, and my mom once said to me, "Look in the rearview real quick." Mm -hmm. And we were, we're driving at night, and I looked, and I was instantly she goes, it's "Scary, right?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Why did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> like, why did you do that to me? I'm horrified." Man. Yep. It's it's nuts, man. Yeah, because the uh, turn like so. Look how the the weather vanes out here, like yeah. out uh, like for uh, the power. So they had those there, and I saw them coming in and stuff. But like, I did like a quick glance, like out my window, like this, yeah. and I saw something like looked like it was like emerging from the dark. I'm like, what the heck was that? And I'm like, oh, it's just a weather vane. But right, and then the still. only the only <laughs> like the only lights that I could see were like uh, red lights, like blinking, like way out in the distance on the horizon, and um, and I could just see that. And like my radio didn't work. I'd use my phone because my radio died and uh, and they, like I had to get it replaced in my mm -hmm. car. So I've been having to use my phone as like For a music, radio, yeah. yeah. And I have a speaker and everything. Yeah. 
I and, do uh, that too. And, uh, <laughs> just have an old bar that doesn't have a Bluetooth or a satellite radio. Uh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I was doing, and so I was doing that, and the, the the girl would call me every like I would say, call me in an hour, make sure I'm okay, and all yeah. stuff, and do all that. So because basically it's like a straight a straight drive, then a left turn back, and they're on that road for like 180 miles. Oh shit. So. And uh, but I stopped at a place where gas was two ninety nine a gallon, so I was like, make sure I stopped there. Made one stop, but man, I, I, I mean, I had to be pretty freaked out somehow to be prompted to drive that, that yeah, make that drive. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. through the night, I'm yeah. not, like no sleep. Yep. So and and uh, yeah, just that the idea of being stopped and or you know. The, the 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 darkness of Texas and yeah, like I was saying yeah. about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and stuff it's like you don't want to break down on one of these roads or yeah, whatever yeah, and just, then what are you gonna do just yeah. like sit there forever yeah fuck man it's scary there's like it's almost like you know they say we've only explored like five percent of the ocean yeah <laughs> so ninety five percent of our ocean floor is a giant mystery yeah and when you're on a road like that in the middle of the night that blackness feels like that ninety five percent of the ocean. yeah that's like so is that gonna be in a new book now like I don't know I probably should circulating maybe. for uh, maybe I mean, now that you've got this experience yeah. the way you could describe it I'm yeah. in you know I'm yeah. pulled in all that description I'm like dude yeah. plus I mean having had some similar experiences yeah. I'm like I know exactly what you're mm-hmm. talking about holy shit yeah. I mean I think that might yeah, just something to think about is a little well, bit of feedback here I, you know I, 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 it, did, it definitely did prompt some ideas and uh, I can't get started on it right away because I'm working on some other stuff okay. but um and I got you know I have a day job and stuff so right. it gets kind of hard well, do you mean, have a website for oh, your books like, it's a, a website where I have one this is my only book Hell's Maelstrom is my only book right now and it's called and the website is www.jamesredmondauthor.com and it's R-E-D-M-O-N-D R-E-D-M-O-N-D obviously I'm going okay. blind because I thought that was a U from over here uh, <laughs> no. Uh, maybe uh, no no it's my uh, bad okay. it's definitely yeah. I don't have glasses on or anything okay. just getting old sucks what yeah. you do and, um, you just have to eat it when people correct that you mm. fucking can't read it, it, ha- <laughs> it happens and I've been called all like red wood and red you know this red that and, yeah. like, and I'm like uh, yeah. Anyway, I can go on another. I don't want to go off a tangent on that. But <laughs> so, back to the book. Dude, I hope I got some of what the atmosphere I just told you about yeah. in that book, yeah, in, yeah. or in my book rather, uh, in that book, in my book. And um, also, I, I uh, for like the, the third final act, if you will, I I, I uh, had a cult emerge. Oh, nice. And nice. I did a lot of research on Jim Jones. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And uh, how that happened, like, like you know, because this is supposed to take over from like um, this the, the the width of the or the length of the story is supposed to be even more. Day weekend to like basically Labor Day weekend. Yeah, so the summer. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. it's supposed to take over that time. And uh, so, and t- if you've never been to Texas during the summer, it gets hot. Like I've seen like at not seven o'clock at night and go driven past the the and it says on the degrees on the on the whatever sign bank, it is. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's not the, yeah, it wasn't a bank though, but yeah, the same idea. Yeah, and uh, it was uh, say like 109 degrees. I'm In like the dark. Yeah, <laughs> close to dark, close to dark. <laughs> but like, and uh, and I would get out of work, and that was one of the things that I remember doing, like getting up and going to work at UPS and stuff, and like. You open a door and and it, you know you're cool inside and all of a sudden they like, walk out into a furnace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And you're like, man. It's like Vegas. You yeah. Know, it's that dry heat. Like you just walk into an oven. But yep. you guys got humidity in Texas or is it it's just dry? dry? Oh Jesus, yeah. I mean, yeah. You think that that's supposed to make it better? Yeah. Although when you're in a humid environment, then you're like, all right, I yeah. really wish this was some dry heat. Yeah. Because it is, but heat period, it just yeah. sucks. It's like it's hard. Yep. Well, I mean, you kind of have. 
that sort of that's some of the tension in a boilerplate for two people trapped mm. in an apartment too is like the heat's constantly yep. going up the, the pressure's and constantly then, increasing and there's like one wants to leave one doesn't yeah. and all that stuff and there's pros and cons to both yep. you know I, have you ever, I'm sure you must have read Max Brooks's uh, I haven't, I haven't read guy, it survival guy the zombie survival handbook yeah I remember thinking that was too much of a joke honestly though it, it, it is a joke but yeah. it's been reviewed as a very mm. valuable survival mm. like well, people I, survivalists have read and going the shit he's talking about here actually makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. you know? and there are chapters like camping versus foraging mm-hmm. and traveling and like blades don't need reloading mm-hmm. but guns have better range you know mm-hmm. and so it was all these sort of things in terms of if mm-hmm. there were a zombie apocalypse yeah. and why you would so I've actually given copies of that book to friends mm-hmm. for Christmas and birthdays for like the last six mm-hmm. or seven years I must have bought 30 copies of that mm-hmm. book just to give to people cool. and I'm just like it sounds a lot like uh, some of those elements could be kind of like a not a not a template or a manual, but just conceptual brainstorming mm-hmm. for what the world of a zombie apocalypse mm-hmm. would really be like. And you have that idea like camping has its advantages, mm-hmm. but then eventually when all the supplies run out and mm-hmm. you're under siege, you have no choice but you mm-hmm. have to leave. And then if you can't get out because the siege is too strong, mm-hmm. you just screwed yourself and put yourself in your own grave, which is a horrifying like I've I've gone through this thought pattern mm-hmm. for some reason. Like I don't know if this will happen. I don't know if a zombie apocalypse mm-hmm. will ever happen, but maybe something will happen. Mm-hmm. Where we all have to stay inside, hint, hint, something yeah. that just happened. Yeah. And you see how stir crazy we went when mm-hmm. shit was still operating. Mm-hmm. We still had the power, we had the internet, mm-hmm. we had water, and it was people were still losing their minds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. This stranglings went mm-hmm. up by a significant percentage mm-hmm. across the nation of like spouses that mm-hmm. had never had to spend that much time with each other. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah. So you think about a lot of, I think, when The Walking Dead came out, the idea of like, oh man, this would be awesome to be a survivor Mm -hmm. and have to be living like this and look at these guys with the crossbows and all that. Mm -hmm. And I would always say, yeah, what happens if you don't shower for like three days? Now, it's been months. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? You want to be around these people that you could smell coming from miles away? You're one of them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We take a lot of that shit for granted now. Mm -hmm. And um, so I don't know, man. I think a lot of us romanticize the idea of being a survivor, but then when you're actually having to survive and you'd be like, fuck this. The thing is, like when I was growing up, I grew up in a military family, so yeah. my dad was always into that stuff, and like yeah. I was watching things like that, and um, so like before the internet came around, I remember like uh, you know uh, I remember when zombies weren't cool, if you will, right, like, yeah, in the yeah. '90s, and uh, like I remember me and my best friend actually like, oh well, what would happen if you know th- this happened? This is be- you know 1995, yeah, four, yeah. whatever. And, uh, you know, we're teenagers, inter- the, the, the internet's not around yet, and it's like, oh, so we talk about it and stuff, and actually that's kind of what made up the third act, because it, it was like a, things we would talk about when we were younger, like, oh, we'd hold up in the high school, because our high school was a complete square, Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, it kind of like had to dawn the dead field and do this right. and that, and then, um, so I used that as inspiration for like the third act, if you, uh, I think it was the third, people call it the third act, because, um, we were talking about getting to a high school that's nearby, and it's kind of—I—I—I have, uh, you know, uh, molded it to the way I want. It's not the real right, high school because right, yeah. I've never been in that high school. I mean, like if they saw me come, I was like, "What are you doing here? You're like 35 years old trying yeah, to do this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I'm just doing, doing research. research for a book. Yeah, that's that's a little weird. <laughs> that's man. what every pedophile yeah. says when they come <laughs> yeah. in here. We can't yeah. let you in. I'm sorry. Yeah, like no. <laughs> I mean, I—I I mean, I guess technically I could arrange a tour or something like that. But I yeah. rather I just went online and looked at some stuff. Like okay, and then I just took what I knew. And yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah, it's, I had no it's business. It's easy yeah. to remote yeah. in and be like, all right, that's the layout. Yeah. All right, you know. 
And then you and, look um, up to like fortresses. What yeah. would people put in a fortress? Yeah. yeah. And then um, so I I I did I just did that kind of thing. And like uh, you know when I was younger too, we'd play like with toy guns and stuff. And like yeah, me yeah. and my older brother, my brother's five years older than me, and uh, we'd go out and play out in the fields and stuff. And like it, it just you know because we were into that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then so the whole survival thing comes out of that. Yeah. And then my ba- my dad actually bring back catalogs from uh, Fort Dix. Oh, and, like, wow. It's called Aphis. It was a, it was like a some kind of it's like the PX type stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And PX, um, yeah. and uh, you know, like you have all like these cool survivors. Like, and, like, you, like I, you know, I'm thinking like uh, I'm like six years old, thinking like, oh, you're gonna buy this for me, right? Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah. and it's like because like I'm watching like Commando and Rambo yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I'm like, I want this, this, and this. I'm gonna do this. And he's like, he's like, hey, no. <laughs> he's like, hey, just look at it. Yeah. He's like, Check yeah. this out. Isn't that cool? It's like okay. And then after a while, I kind of gave up on because like I knew he was gonna buy me any of it. So. Right. Right. But anyway, it was still fun to do. But like, the, like you're talking about the survival stuff. That's kind of like what I was, you know, kind of thinking of it at the time. Yeah. But then you do think about rationing food and all this stuff. Rationing food, no yeah. showers, yep. no soap, no deodorant, toothbrushes, mm. all that shit that we don't we take for granted mm. on such a sur- like mm. surface level that it's like automatic. You yeah. don't even think about it almost until oh fuck, I'm out of toothpaste. I'll get some at the yeah. store today. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, or I'm out of mouthwash. Yeah. Like I'm out of mouthwash. No one's made anymore yeah. in the last 10 years. What do we do? Yeah. You know, there's actually an Instagram uh, that I follow. Mm-hmm. It's mostly about gardening and how to, like, it's like, you know, you actually have all the stuff when you buy, like, two apples and an orange, you can make an entire forest of fruit trees in your backyard. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, this guy is doing it in a fun way, but these are all really practical. Like, mm-hmm. dude, save the seed from that apple. Put it in a napkin. Put it in wet the napkin. Put it in a plastic bag. Put it in a thing that's, like, cool and dark for a week. When it's a seedling put it in a pot with some soil mm-hmm. put the stem down and then he's like now you've got a tree plant this when it gets to be six inches tall outside you're gonna have a tree that p- gives you apples for life and I'm mm-hmm. like yo that's mm-hmm. almost like that should be promoted on every channel yeah. these little things that are like he tells you how to grow lemon trees and like all these mm-hmm. like take cinnamon to put it on the ground and that'll keep things from eating the plants while they're growing and you're just like this is all like secret knowledge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like only shamans and magicians mm. used to know well, stuff like this. That was the other thing too. My like, my dad did gardening and stuff in our small backyard. Just you know, not like that, but like you know, he knows like, how to grow his own yeah, food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because my, my stepdad's like that. Because my, you know, my my dad was like, my parents were like that. They're they're not boomers. Yeah. Because yeah. actually, technically, baby boomers are anybody born after 1946. Right. Or 1946. On my dad was 45, and my mother I wouldn't count as a boomer because she was born in Germany right, right after World yeah. War II. Oh, like like my 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 grandparents were. Prisoners in uh, oh wow not not like they were they're Pol- uh, uh, Polish people yeah. they uh, almost yeah anyway they're they're Polish people so they were slightly more valuable than Jews at the yeah, time yeah. but anyway the point is is that they were in, they spent time in camps that's actually how they met each other wow and then my mother was born in, in Germany and then they came over here after she was uh, when she was five wow and um, that's so, dude that in itself you yeah. do a whole story about that you yeah know, and like well historical fiction yeah. right but you know you have enough of the first hand mm-hmm. story of what that was really well it's like. even crazier because like my grandfather was much older than my grandmother like 15 years or something like that and ju- so Hitler comes in and takes over Poland and then uh, they get put in the work camps and stuff and then um, so what happened was that my grandfather was working in a factory some, an explosion happens he gets hurt and he gets put in, a ref- in a, an infirmary which mm-hmm. is kind of odd when you think about it it's like why don't right. you just you're, kill him off you're keeping him alive yeah <laughs> and then and then he comes around and he's then he's <laughs> then he's put in the same camp as my grandmother uh, so then that's how my grandparents met and then yeah so and then it's that just it's just weird like that and, and like you think about that's yeah. like one of the most horrific 
yep. events in history, mm-hmm. and that's where like something yep. that you came out of, yeah. you know, like down the line. Um, and it's again, like odd to think about. It is. Well, I mean, everything about the the drama of human reality mm-hmm. uh, and how much of our history is littered with these kind of atrocious things. Mm-hmm. But then in the midst of that, like mm-hmm. your grandparents met. Mm-hmm. So if that war never happened, I'm not sitting here having this conversation. Yeah, exactly. It's kind it's of like already. I mean, so I guess when you're thinking about projects after this one, mm-hmm. which I see, I know you got a couple oh, irons yeah. in the fire, but it's sort of like you have such an array mm-hmm. of different notches within the genre mm-hmm. of horror that you can, and it's like real horror, like you said, not gore based, not mm-hmm. like monsters, but you could make it monsters. Yeah. If you to, so. uh, I, I think I'm kind of doing that. Um, if I, if you allow me to touch on, I don't know how much time I got, but if uh, a couple more minutes, okay, yeah, uh, touch on because some other stuff I'm working on. Because um, years ago I thought about a story about a creepy magician. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, I was in it was 2012. I was going to Texas Christian University at the time, and I saw I was involved in a class. I was like, oh, and I tucked it, I tucked it in the back of my head, and uh, I never acted on it because I was always doing schoolwork. Yeah, I, would, I attempted to try in 2014 and just didn't work out. And then uh, so I have all these files still, and then. Uh, I'll just cut to get to the crux of it, which is uh, so. Last year, I go to see Halloween Kills, and so <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like, that great. I tried to watch it four times, and I've fallen. Yeah, forty-five there, minutes in, I'm like, I'm done. They, with this. There's definitely too much in there, yeah. but um, <laughs> it's just like the first yeah. one was so good. Halloween yeah. was amazing, and I was like, this is your fucking fault. Yeah. I don't even give a shit about the yeah. third one now. <laughs> oh, I, I'm gonna go see it anyway. I mean, I'll but, see it, but yeah. I kind of don't give it. Mm. I'm like, yeah, man. Maybe they learn from their mistakes. I with hope, yeah, you know, I can only hope. So I'm sitting there watching the creep trailers, right? And I see this movie come up. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I, that's part of the story I was thinking of. I'm like, no, no, no. And it turns out to be a trailer for the black telephone. Oh, I'm yeah, like, you yeah, got to be yeah, kidding yeah, me, yeah, right? Yeah. And then... Uh, that looks scary as hell. And I haven't, I haven't seen it. It's important that I haven't seen that yet. And uh, I, would, I don't want to know anything about it. And uh, so then, like, within a couple of days afterwards, I'm like, I'm, I wrote, like, a whole bunch of notes to myself. Like, and I sent it to myself via email to, like, you know, the poor man's copyright type thing. I yeah, did that yeah. twice. Yeah. Like, a whole synopsis, characters, and everything. So... Then I started earlier this year to work on it. I got 100 pages into it. And then, uh, so then Maverick comes out. I go see that and I saw another trailer for it. I'm like, dude, I just wrote that into there yeah. like two weeks ago. <laughs> like, you know, three weeks ago, I wrote that that kind of scene in there. I'm yeah. like, but, um, but then, because later on, before that happened, I remember finding out that uh, I'm walking through Barnes and Noble and I see like how they changed the book covers to the movie cover. Yeah. And I'm like, really? And it said Joe Hill on it. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> said it's one of his short stories. And yeah. I'm like, and I looked at the copyright real quick and his said 2000. Too. I'm like, well, because yeah. one of the other problems I had with that store is like the the, the, the creepy magician I thought of was like, it's always seemed like he would always come out like Pennywise or Freddy Krueger. And it's like, I don't want that. Like, I wanted something. It's tough, man. Yeah. And all those areas are but, so well worn. It's um, But even then, it's still like, you know, those are not, I don't want to say rehashes, but they're, they're other versions of other things yeah. that have happened in the past. Because it, 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 there's no originality left. <laughs> no, for example, like, what people don't know, it's like there's Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah. And you have the, the basic characters characters there then if you go to Star Wars you have yeah, the same characters there the exact same and thing. then yeah. and then Harry Potter yeah so they all follow the same template yeah with these slight variations yep. that it's funny because yep. then you wonder why all these fandoms are so passionate and say oh ours is the real yep. one it's like you guys get that you're yep. fighting over the same shit yeah. just with a different I mean skin. what's the difference between Gandalf Dumbledore and Obi-Wan Kenobi yeah 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 all old or, white guys in a row <laughs> with magic powers yep. or so teaching the young person how to find their magic or, or uh, Bilbo or Frodo Baggins and uh, Luke, Skywalker. Luke Skywalker and Harry Potter. Yeah, man. So, 
And uh, there's always like anyway, that's another. Yeah, that's yeah, another yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's but that's it works. Certain yep. elements of that work for human stories. Yep. So, so I, I actually, I, I wanted to talk to the uh, Ryan who runs the place and uh, see if other writers, like me and a couple other writers, can get together and do panels and talk about. I it saw. Stuff. Were you guys uh, talking about this at the uh, at the bar last night at Aces? Because I kind of um, it was like a writer's corner going on. Where well, it was, like, it was me and Brandon uh, uh, Halsey. Yeah. Halsey, yeah. You guys and, were like having like a really yeah, intense yeah. conversation. Over well, we were there. actually talking about a mystery science theater. And riff oh, tracks. that's awesome! I love those shows, man. <laughs> and riff tracks and riff yeah. tracks live and stuff. And like, I was amazed. Like, you knew all those. Like, oh, we're talking about these movies and stuff. Yeah. I mean, dude, we could sit here for four hours talking about it and stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah. but well, uh, we gotta save something for the next interview. I, I, I know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, so, uh, so that was that's the black that that's the creepy magician story. So I'm working on that. I'm hoping to have that out next fall. But I make no promises. Like, hey, I can't. But you know what? The book. You let it be a book yeah. while that movie plays yeah. itself and, out, and, and then you make your movie. And I won't watch that movie until after it's right. published because I don't want to be that's what I did with um, uh, this book yeah. uh, Hell's Maelstrom I didn't want to watch I, th I think I read you know the co I ended up getting the comic book and looking at because I already watched the video the, the, the series a bit yeah. and, uh, it was but, a little bit different though yeah. there was some variations so it's kind of uh, and the Drew Romero movies were more of my yeah, uh, inspiration yeah, yeah. so I did the same thing Kirkman did basically and um, so and then the next one I'll touch on is the one I'm trying to, I've been working on for years. I started writing in 2004 when I was 24, and it's about suicide in the afterlife. And it'd be, oh, this guy nice. being stuck in purgatory. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Is that like Wrist Cutters? Have you ever watched that movie? No, Actually, don't. Don't watch Wrist no, no. Cutters. Well, the thing is, I, I don't like, because this, I'll say now, the story's supposed to be anti-suicide. Yeah, so is this thing. And okay. It's about, I, I don't want to tell you, but it, it's about a guy who tries to kill himself, and it's like he just winds up in another reality oh, okay. with a bunch of people who killed themselves, and they're all like, doesn't this suck? Yeah. <laughs> it's, well, it, but it's gray. Like, there's almost, like, no color. Everything's, like, muted. And well, it's just, it's like a, a duller reality. Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you this much about it. Like, so, you get the idea the guy killed himself, right? But he doesn't know how he got there. And uh, and uh, he's walking around town and stuff. He meets an old guy, and he kind of tells him, like, you got this, you know, go explore and whatever. And um, so he's walking around the town, and it's always, you know, it's, uh, always, it's the time doesn't change. Yeah. And uh, he's going, now, keep in mind, I thought this in 2004. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I just put it aside because it was weird and um and it was just kind of going nowhere and um so but then the guy starts seeing like people from different times killing themselves and they're living in the suicide that they're, they're basically reliving your suicide over and over again and he's oh, watching shit. these he's watching these things happen yeah and then i added some stuff later on to it and then uh, you know i had it professionally edited a couple times they're like well you know, and they made some suggestions which kind of put me back a little bit and um then, uh, but now I'm trying to wind it up and just say, screw it, I'm gonna stick with it. Because if you're a writer and you listen to the editor all the time, uh, that's what. That's why I want to get a panel going so I can I, I can tell my story about that because the the um, they're, 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 I had a problem with the first editor. Let's just put it that way. And um, so so the story is kind of going the way it is. And it wasn't even supposed to be a book. It's supposed to be like a novella, short story. And that's where I'm keeping it. It's like 14 chapters. There's drama and stuff in it. And then in the end, like but anyway, that's where that's going. And uh, there's more stuff to it. And I think also the characters in this story are going to come out in other stories. Nice. Yeah. So, Build your yeah. universe. Yeah. And, because uh, like uh, just a couple weeks ago I was writing and I'm like another character show I'm like no not another yeah, character yeah. not another character that's what happens and I'm like just leave this one here and then go and move on and then we'll just race it to the end and then 
not race it to the end, but keep what I have and then go on to the end and you know fix up some stuff. But other than that, and I'm hoping to have that out in the spring. So. Wow! All right, so we'll have some new stuff to yeah. talk about the next shows. Yep. All right, man. Well, people, is there anywhere else do you have a social media? Or I do. I have. Uh, uh, I actually forgot what my Twitter is because uh, it's, uh, it's not at Hell's Maelstrom at Twitter. Oh uh, no! Actually, actually, that was the only other place I saw like Hell's Maelstrom because I, I googled, googled it. I googled it for uh, to see where if there's any other titles. There was like someone had that. It was like you know nobody account. Or, yeah. like, or, or, at least then it was. And then uh, there was like also there was also like an article about the Middle East from 2012, and then it said Hell's Maelstrom. I was like, okay, I, yeah. I can take this. And um, so uh, I think it's James Redmond 80. At, uh, it's on my website. You can, on my website, jamesredmondauthor.com. Mm-hmm. You can like, you, there's links to my you social media. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So there's that, and then uh, Instagram. I, I think I put. I'm pretty sure I put my Instagram on there. Okay. And that's jredmond underscore 80. But uh, again, uh, uh, just go to my website, jamesredmanauthor.com, and you should be linked to it. Awesome. Because usually I just sign in these things, I totally forget what they, yeah. what they are. So. And I mean, New Jersey HorrorCon, mm-hmm. uh, if you've been here the last couple times, he's got a table, and you do other shows as well. You're yes, kind of traveling around. Um, are there any coming up that I will be in, I'll be in Irving, Texas on October 14th, 15th, and 16th at Fan Days, I believe it's called. And then after that, I'll be in Philadelphia for uh, Monster Mania at the Philly Convention Center. Oh, no. Nice, nice. And then next year, I'm already uh, going to Fan Expo Dallas. Oh, wow. Fan Expo Denver. I'm already signed up for those two. And that's uh, June and June 2023 and then July 2023. Nice, man. All right, all over the place. I'm trying to get more, so. And, and, you know, keep collecting those haunted hotel rooms. Oh, yeah, dude. As you go. Yeah, that's definitely, I think. Third book, you know. Every little bit helps, you know. Exactly, exactly. All right, man. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for. This has been an awesome. Tangential exploration yeah, of the world of haunted <laughs> things. And make sure you check out Hell's Maelstrom from author James Redmond at jamesredmondauthor.com. And we're going to close out. We got a couple hours left. It seems like there's a little bit of energy picking up here on the very loud area of the floor on uh, September's 2022 New Jersey Harcon. Day three. A little bit left to go. And we'll be here with a couple more interviews and a couple more crazy things. And until next time. David Clone, James Redman, Hells Maelstrom, Hells Maelstrom, Hollow Nine, New Jersey Heart. You've been listening to the Hollow Nine Network, bringing you the very best in fan made media. That's the word hollow, the number nine, I N E. Find the Hollow Nine Network on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you find your podcasts. Email us at hollow9podcast at gmail.com. Leave us your feedback. Join in the conversation and be a part of the action. Join in the fun. Hollow 9.